0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina and I am bringing you today's word for May 9th, 2019. I'm teaching a series called the Power Fellowship and we've been studying having fellowship with the Father for over a week now and today we're going to look at a broader concept or aspect of the word or the concept fellowship. So the title of today's message is In Common. We're going to talk about the things that we have in common with God and also in common with one another. All right. So let's get into the word. So prior to studying this, or prior to like hearing some teaching on fellowship and then studying it myself, um, I had not really given much thought to the concept or the, you know, the term fellowship. Whenever I thought of fellowship, um, I just kind of really just thought of like a potluck or something like that, where people would come around in some type of social gathering, maybe watch a game, hang out. And that was really just my concept of fellowship. But the more that I'm you know getting teaching on it and studying it myself and then teaching it the more intrigued i am about the true nature of this intimacy that we're supposed to have with the father and also with one another god is calling us into a deep relationship with him so that we can have deep relationships with others and and i keep starting with him first because i really believe i firmly believe that your relationship with god greatly influences your ability to have true and intimate relationships with other people so from a fellowship perspective the, the New Testament word fellowship is a Greek word. Uh, the Greek word is koinonia. And um, whenever this concept, like I said, is introduced, a lot of times for Christians anyway, they're just thinking of this social aspect. But what I'm going to do is kind of maybe take a deeper look at the concept of koinonia. So the Greek root word for that word koinonia, the root word is koinos. And koinos means common. So basically, you know, you gather around with people um, based on what you have in common with them. And when we're talking about having fellowship with the father is about celebrating what we have in common with him. So true fellowship with God is realizing that, you know what, I am, I was created in the very image and the very likeness of God. True fellowship with God is, is celebrating the fact that I am more like God than I am unlike him. And the closer that I get to God and the more that I die to sin and self and selfishness and Satan, the more that I'm dying to those things, the more I'm actually becoming like God in this world. And and as Jesus is, so am I. And so the more I have in common with him so that when people come in contact with me, they're actually getting a, a glimpse of what it looks like. Uh, in heaven, or they're getting a glimpse of what it looks like to come in contact with God. And that's the goal, that we are supposed to be the visible expressions of an invisible God down here in this world. And this happens in fellowship. So with that, uh, that being the kind of like the backdrop Uh, my my question that I give you every day. So what does this mean to you today? What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at three different scriptures this morning. So this word koinonia is translated different ways in the New Testament. So I'm going to look at three different scriptures where the word koinonia was translated differently and is three different contexts Uh, you know, uh, and so when we look at the different aspects of this word, I believe it will give us a better understanding of what God is looking for in us. All right. You ready? Can we do that? So I have three things to share with you this morning. They're based on three different scriptures. Let's look at those. Let's get into them. Open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. Here we go. Three things. Number one, let's take a a look at Acts 2 and 42. So in the book of Acts, um, the second chapter, this is basically the New Testament church had just been birthed after the day of Pentecost. And this is what the Bible says in verse 42. The believers spent their time, brand new believers, brand new church. The believers spent their time listening to the teachings of the apostles. And then the Bible says they shared everything with each other. They ate together and they prayed together. But the word shared there is this Greek word koinonia. So they shared everything with with each other and they ate together, they broke bread and they prayed with one another. So here in this context, this is kind of like the more traditional context, I would think. Um, but here you have New Testament believers, early church believers that are gathering around what they have in common. What do they have in common? They have God in common. And so since Jesus is what they have in common, they are gathering gathering around and they are connecting with one another based on what they have in common and their underlying bond is God himself. This is an image of the type of fellowship that we should enjoy across the body of Christ. I know, for example, me in my military years, I still travel now, uh, but I don't travel as much as I did in the military, thank God. Uh, But when I was in the military, I remember just, you know, having this peace in my heart that I could get on a plane and literally go anywhere in the world. And when I got there, I knew that I would encounter brothers and sisters in Christ, that, that I had this global family. Right, this this ecclesia, this this global universal church, um, that I can go anywhere on this planet and I'm gonna find people who name the name of Jesus, and and because we had that in common, then we can gather around what we have in common. Now, sure, there's different denominations, and sure we have different practices, and and some people worship on Saturday, some people worship on Sunday, uh, uh, some people baptize baby some people don't some people baptize in the name of the father son and holy spirit some people baptize in Jesus name only uh some people like you know believe in tongues some don't some wear robes some wear skinny jeans you know at the end of the day uh that's all yeah we may have our differences but that doesn't matter we have too much in common to be uncommon with one another we can gather around having Jesus in common and then celebrate that right and so this is the picture of fellowship in Acts 2 and 42. Now, number two, 2 Corinthians 9 and 13 says, now this in 2 Corinthians chapter nine, this is uh, uh, the whole context here is about giving financially. So this is what it says, the way in which you have proved yourselves by this service will bring honor and praise to God. He's talking about financial contributions. It says, you believe the message about Christ and you obeyed it by sharing generously with God's people and with everyone else. And the word sharing there is once again the Greek word koinonia. So while Acts 2 and 42 was a more common, like, you know, use of the term or the word fellowship, meaning I'm coming together, you know, break bread together, that type of thing, here we have in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, the word fellowship being used for a body of believers that were providing financial support, financial contributions to the Apostle Paul and the word koinonia is used to describe the spirit in which they gave so it's not that just that they gave no is that they gave with a willing heart is that they gave as an expression of the heart of God, right? Because the heart of God is to give. So this willingness to give was birthed out of their fellowship with God himself. So for us today, this is a reminder that when you have true intimacy with God that you can you can enjoy everything that you have in common with him. That's fellowship. And and it can be seen in everything that you do. Even when you're giving like a financial contribution, you should be giving as a visible expression of the heart of God himself. You should be giving as a celebration of what you have in common with God, a God who gave, a God who gave his best. That is, even in your giving, that's fellowship. And then number three, in Philippians 3 and 10, uh, the Bible says, this is the Apostle Paul writing in a different context, and he's saying, listen, all I want is to know Christ. He was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. I, I studied under Gamaliel. I was trained, you know, all of this stuff, all of this, these things that I had in the world. I, I'm willing to give all of that up. He says, all that I want is to know Christ. I just want to know him in the and the power of the resurrection. He says, I want to share... In his sufferings and be like him even in his death. The word share there is the word koineia. So he's saying, listen, in Acts two and forty-two, yes, that's a picture of breaking bread together. That's kind of what maybe you were already thinking about when you thought about fellowship. In Second Corinthians nine and thirteen, we're looking at fellowship as you're fellowshipping with the Father, even when you're writing a check, even when you're giving a financial contribution. And now here in Philippians three and ten, we see the same Greek word being used to describe a willingness to partake in sufferings, in the sufferings of Christ. When you truly fellowship with God, you open up your heart to everything that you have in common with Him, and you are willing to be a visible expression of your invisible God on this planet, and you are willing to live like Jesus lived, even if that means suffering like Jesus suffered. Your desire to be like God in this world trumps everything else. So even the opposition. When opposition comes, is you're not going to be moved by opposition. You know why? Because I'm fellowshipping with the Father. I, I, I have so many things in common with the Father that even this, even all of this opposition, even all of these people raising up their ugly heads against me, is an indication that I am in the center of God's will, and I am not facing this thing alone, and I can face it because I am not the one doing it. It is the Father living in me. He gives me the words, and he performs the work, and God is in me, and on me, and with me, and for me, and I have a God who will never leave me nor forsake me, and so, yes, I can face opposition, and I can come out on top because I am not facing this thing alone. I have fellowship With the Father, even in sufferings, even in hard times, I have fellowship with God. These are three different aspects of the word fellowship, and it all comes down to what you have in common. Having things—I'm gonna talk more about this—having things in common with God and also in common with one another. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I got excited there for a minute. I want you to repeat after me now. In faith, from a believing heart, lift up your voice and say this: Say, Father. I thank you for teaching me the importance of true fellowship. I love you, and I know you love me. And the closer I get to you, the more I realize how much further I have to go, (laughs) and the more I die to self. So as my sinful and selfish ways die off, what is left is a heart that looks like the heart of my God. Now, this heart helps me to enjoy what I have in common with you and also in common with others. My fellowship with you, Father, is literally transforming me into your image and into your likeness on this planet. I shall live the remainder of my days as a visible expression of my invisible God in this world. I can say this with confidence because my life now is birthed out daily out of my fellowship with you. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, subscribe, click the subscribe button. You're going to get these messages. All my notes in your email for free. So why not sign up? So sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. If you're watching right now on YouTube, uh, then please subscribe to our channel. If you want to know where the the channel is, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and subscribe to the channel. You can see the messages there as well. Go into this day, determine that you are going to celebrate what you have in common with God. And as you do that, you'll find things that you have in common with other people as well. And this is fellowship. Do me a favor. Before you leave this screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you, and so does God. God bless you.